Hello, this is Rabbi Mark Soloway. Welcome to A Dash of Drush, weekly reflections on our world through the lens of Torah. How good it will be when you really listen and hear the directions I give you today for loving Yah, who is your God, acting godly, with all your heart's feeling and all your soul's inspiration. Then your earthly needs will be met at the right time and the rains will descend in their season. You will reap what you plant for your delight and health. Your animals will have ample sustenance. All of you will eat and be content. Be aware. Watch out. Don't let your cravings delude you. Don't become alienated. Don't let your cravings become your gods. Don't debase yourself before them because the God sense within you will become distorted. Heaven will be shut to you. Grace will not descend and earth will not yield her produce. Your rushing will destroy you and earth will not be able to recover her good balance in which God's gifts manifest. May these words, these values of mine reside in your heart feelings and soul aspirations. That was Reb Zalman's extraordinary, amazing translation of what has become known as the second paragraph of the Shema. And it's from Parshat Ekev, which is this week's Parsha, V'haya im Shamoa Tishma'u which Reb Zalman translates as how good it will be when you really listen. Listening, paying attention, having awareness of our world and our environment is a huge part of the invitation of this Torah reading, this passage, which is a hard passage. If we read it on a surface level, if we read it superficially, it does seem to set up a paradigm of kind of reward and punishment if you not just pay attention but if you if you live in a certain way if you keep the mitzvot the commandments then all of these good things will happen to you and the earth will produce what she is meant to produce but if you don't then you will be destroyed is what the text really says. Amazingly and creatively, that verse that talks about destruction, which in Hebrew says, which literally means you will be destroyed very quickly, quickly. But Reb Zalman switches that, and based on a, a Hasidic commentary, he he says, your rushing will destroy you. It's the act of rushing that will destroy you. The act of rushing in a way where we stop paying attention. I've always been 
wanting to reframe the idea of reward and punishment as being more like cause and effect. Cause and effect somehow makes so much sense. I mean, there are consequences to us behaving in, in certain ways. I mean, this is, this is a week in which a very, very alarming report came out about the, the full extent of, of the way our climate is changing and the impact on rising sea levels. And we're experiencing uh, such crazy shifts in climate, fires and floods. And in some ways we, we have to look inside, we have to look introspectively at the, at the way human behavior is, is affecting our world, not just in terms of the environment, but in, in all aspects of it. What does it really mean to live in balance, in harmony with this world? To live in harmony with the, the food that we eat and the planet that we live on and the relationships that we cultivate in our worlds. And so much of it's about paying closer attention. We can all be so careless. And when we're careless, we're not paying attention. And then uh, we can, we can d hurt and even destroy that balance, which is delicate. The world is delicate. Relationships are fragile. And there's this sense that the Torah is offering us that uh, there are ways to tune in to spiritual well-being the path of the mitzvot, the path of a, a Torah kind of, of life carries with it, I don't think a guarantee of anything, but a, a, a sense of being in right relationship, being in a kind of restored sense of balance and harmony with the planet and with each other. Such power in those words, and I, I do love the way Reb Zalman interprets them for us, connecting them to our, to our heart and our, and our soul, to a sense of our emotional and our spiritual world, and talking about earthly needs, talking about the, what, the, what, the, what the earth is, is able to produce and able to sustain us. This is the same, the same parsha that earlier on Earlier on in this same section of Torah reading, we have the the line that says, "Ve'achalta, uh, ve'savata, uve'rachta et Adonai Elohecha ala aretz atova shenatan lach," which means, "Ve'achalta, and you you will eat; ve'savata, and you will be satisfied; uve'rachta." And from that place of satisfaction. A place of, of feeling full, from that place we offer blessings. Al Ha'aretz Atova, for the good earth, for the good land that has been gifted to us. A sense of appreciation each time we eat for the infinite blessings that come to us through that food. Interestingly, this is. Um, seen as a, a sense of the importance of saying blessings after, after our food. We may, 
we may, as some of us, when we've eaten a big meal and we feel full, sometimes it makes us tired and complacent and we may want to just kind of lie on the couch and, uh, and sort of blob out for a while. But the Torah is telling us, no, it's from that place of feeling, wow, what abundance there is in this world and I'm, I'm, I'm satiated, I'm full and I want to offer words of, of blessing. In fact, the, the, the blessings that are more commonly known that we say before our food, blessing the, the fruit that comes from the tree, you know, and the, the, the vegetables that come from the ground, and the, you know, the, the fish and meat if we eat those things, and the, even a glass of water, there are blessings that we say before our food. Those blessings are seen as, as coming from the rabbis rather than from the Torah itself. This distinction that we make between deoraita, which means coming directly from the Torah, and derabanan, which means coming from the rabbi's interpretive tradition of the Torah. And blessings after our food are from the Torah, and blessings before are from the rabbis. And so there is this sense of being in this uh, relationship with our land, and with our food, and with each other, that is all part of this very intriguing set of, of, of cause and effect, of consequences, of, of practices that can come from, from deep listening and paying closer attention, where we can hold that reality of the multiple gifts that we, that we have, and rather than getting into a kind of a culture where we just want to take and take and take and receive and receive and receive and and, and let the land kind of um, let the land be our, our kind of object for taking whatever we can from it rather than than this careful sense of, of, of how we cultivate how we cultivate the soil but how we we cultivate our own hearts and how we cultivate our relationships, and how we cultivate our connection to, to Judaism and to spiritual practice and to community. This week there was a terrible, terrible fire at the beginning of the week at Camp Ramar of the Rockies, uh, the camp that I love so much and spend two weeks at every, every, every summer. And the whole lodge, the, where the kitchen and the dining hall and the offices, buildings, the, all of the administrative, they all totally burned to the ground. And the whole camp was evacuated, sent to the HEA, which is a big synagogue in, in Denver, and, and now are finishing off their summer at another summer camp, the JCC Ranch Camp, which is where I am right now recording this. Uh, came up just overnight to spend time with the the counselors and the campers just to to be here but there's something so extraordinary how community can be so healing as 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 these people witnessed the this fire and smelt the the smoke and saw the flames something happened that was extraordinary the way people came together the way other communities in the area came together the way a whole nother camp stayed open especially to house them and kept some of their staff on and welcomed them with open arms and how people from all over the community helped and 
there's something so powerful about this cultivation of passion and and relationship and cultivation of, of just core values of what what community really mean for us and how we sense ourselves as being being in this whatever this is we're in it together and we're, we're bound together we're our hearts are connected you know we say amechad levechad one one people with one heart and that heart has been beating so so powerfully and strongly this week here in Colorado and it seems like there is a, a, a beautiful internal spiritual fire that will never go out you know there's this fire that consumed um, in a very very destructive and traumatic way a large section of the operations of the camp but <laughs> that fire cannot possibly consume the the loving connections that everybody has to this community and I think part of that is about this sense of a hayaim shamoa of like tuning into the the subtle languages of of connection that that we have with our tradition and with each other so may we expand our heart's capacity and our ears capacity and our mind's capacity to to hear how good it will be when we really learn to listen thank you for listening to a dash and drush we will see you next time